All right, hello and welcome once again to 709 Meridian, a commentary podcast where we just do our take on films and talk about them and commentate and all that stuff. We are your hosts. I am D, and this is Andrew. Hello. And we're still at the very top of our uh, next franchise commentaries we're doing on Friday the 13th. We are now doing the sequel, 1981's Friday the 13th Part 2. Which, of course, is infamous for introducing Jason, but not in any way that it was recognizable um, by 1984. So, Yeah, this is Jason Mark 1. So we've got um, Hillbilly Sackhead Jason that <laughs> kind of got duplicated in other films before they've sort of finalized his look in the next sequel, part three with so, yeah. the hockey mask. So uh, this film has a uh, great uh, flashback to the first one in our first sequence here. And uh, the, probably the most popular of the final girls in the series up to this point, uh, Amy Steele plays there Jenny. Only two in, so. There were only two in, but like, I Remember, for years, everybody's like, Amy Steele ruled in Friday 2, because the other ones are pretty forgettable. Right. Her. And it's part of, she has, I think, uh, well, we'll see. I don't know if I remember if she has an actual story. I feel like she might. So, Well, she's smart. <laughs> That's her kick. She what? she has an idea on how to get over on Jason somehow. What are you saying about our other other victims here? <laughs> She was a little more resourceful, I would say. All right. Well, when you're ready. Okay, Doc. Let's let's kick this thing off. All right. Starting and in three. Going back to Crystal Lake. Off to Crystal Lake we go on our paddle boats. All right. In three, two, one, play. We're not going to watch a single one of these that's a, a Viacom, are we? They didn't have it. No. Yeah. They crept in right under that. We might get a couple of 75th anniversaries, but no Viacom. Okay, we're. We got a song. Oh, we got Setting a, a mood here. Where are we? We're not in Crystal Lake. Gosh. Just all up in the puddle. Okay. Yeah. Once again, Once again we, sorry. back to the familiar stalking. <laughs> back to the familiar stalking. We've got our music going, and we also have some dark night shots. We don't have any blue light yet. No. Do they tie all this in? I have no memory of this. Really? Here we are with Alice. 
the uh, final girl of the first movie. That's right. Her hair is different, and I, it always takes me a second to realize it's the same person. <laughs> here we go. Yeah. Flashing back to the original here. It's the nightmare recap. They're all dead. Um, this is also a great way to burn up some minutes. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I I know. I remember what happens to her, but I don't. Why doesn't she have a real pillow? What's Jason? <laughs> I hope Betsy Palmer got paid somehow for this. Hell, she's credited. Okay, for this because she does new, uh, really brief new uh, material. So I mean, this is eighty-one. So if we look at this sort of subgenre, yes, Halloween kicked it off, but also uh, what Black Christmas was seventy-four, right? Black Christmas. Texas Chainsaw. Texas Chainsaw. So this is your first one. Oh, we should have looked. Did this have a sequel before Halloween 2 came out? Well, Halloween 2 came out the same year. But was it earlier? Halloween 2 was 81, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 So, but at this point, you know, by 1984, 1985, these were all just Jason movies. Here's your yeah. uh, Ben Burrett punch out scene. Still got to work on that. Um, but at this point, this is just a sequel to a fucking camp slasher movie. Like it's. And I would say compared to the Karate Kid movies, <laughs> <laughs> these had the best like recap sequences because it basically just like you say kills time <laughs> by just playing you the last what five ten minutes of the first movie or the previous movie and I mean because they do this a couple of times yeah. and Stallone kind of started this with Rocky too right like yeah, the Rocky, Rocky movies you can kill off ten fucking minutes of those 87 minute movies right like <laughs> um but yeah we're watching the whole fight from the first one this is a terrible yeah, the dream, entire man. ending sequence including <sighs> the slow motion <laughs> off goes the head Okay, and now we're this... back to the to Ari Lehman, who I think might have gotten credit for this. I don't know. <laughs> I pray he didn't. What a nice morning. What is she doing? Mm. We didn't get the as long of a close-up in the first one, I don't feel like. 
But yes, we have now killed five minutes. So that's going to bring us down to 81 minutes minus credits. So uh-huh. basically 79. Oh, more. Oh, that's why I remember this guy being in it because of the. I'm having a flashback nightmare of the end of yeah, the flashback of the entire of the epilogue. sequence. Yeah. The water. This is why the um, this is why I don't, in theory, mind the Halloween way of doing the sequel, where it just does replay the last few minutes and continue directly on, because at least then we're not getting because it integrates it into the story in a different yeah. way. Melds right into it. Yeah. But I mean, this is the most realistic interior in a Friday the Thirteenth movie as of yet. Like <laughs> Steve, uh, Steve Miner. Oh yeah, look at that. That's such a. Oh yeah, as I company esque. <laughs> right. All the plants, early... all those fake ass plants on the. Early 80s, just furniture all over. Gosh. So we're giving her even less backstory than a first movie by just (laughs) just having her be bland as shit doing this uh actor's exercise yep. on the phone basically <laughs> they're like hey it'll be really cheap we don't have to cast the mom the shit we used to do in drama class or some shit <laughs> talk on hey, the now phone. you're on the phone right yeah <laughs> and you really have to get the person off the phone But yeah, so Steve Miner would go on to direct House, which was a little more livelier than this. Yeah. And then it would take him a while, but eventually he'd get his break with H2O and immediately burn it off with Lake Placid. I don't know what he's done (laughs) since then. No, he didn't go back to Halloween despite uh, Lake Placid being a bomb and he didn't direct any of the Lake Placid sequels. So he wasn't that desperate. So, who knows? I still keep meaning to see that. I haven't seen it since the theater. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I can't remember. I might have seen it in bits and pieces. Yeah, it's real short. Like I couldn't really, I don't know what it is that, that I never got to sit through the whole thing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. This was our psycho scene, everyone, but not really. Prank phone call. I can't remember. Did anybody else come back 
like this huh. in these. I mean, Corey Feldman did a cameo, basically, a very special yeah, appearance. Cameo. But nobody actually, like, no. Well, they where they do a whole sequence in the beginning of the next movie. It was intended to carry on from uh, five that they were going to take those characters into another story, but it never happened. Right. Since five was, you know, a uh, <laughs> people felt a little jilted with that one. And then it didn't happen in Nightmare because they had like a stop start thing. Like Nightmare 2 wasn't the same as Nightmare 1. Nightmare 3 wasn't the same as Nightmare 2, 4, or 5. So, well, they had uh, what's her face go back in Nightmare 3. Yeah, but she skipped a movie. And she skipped the movie because uh, they kept alluding to the character. Like it was her house. It was her diary that they were reading. And oh, that's right. The Nightmare movies are actually fascinating in how much fucking world building they don't, consistent world building they don't do, and it just didn't matter. It's so funny. Like, no, everything, all those movies were connected by was the the myth of Freddy. You know, who was last connected to him or, you know, how he was going to kill the next round of Elm Street kids. Darn cat. <laughs> not anywhere near as gory as the first one at this point like no I don't know but, did Savini come back for this one I don't I don't know I have never really associated his name with these so maybe not part two Wow. <laughs> look at our look at our expensive title design. <laughs> we'll find out in a second because there's opening credits. That's right. We gotta kill some more time. So we are now ten minutes in, which means she came back for five minutes, which is more than Jamie Lee Curtis came back for in that last one before the reboot. Mm. Don't look for anybody's names in the titles that you'll recognize because you won't. No, but there's faces that appear in other movies like um, Russell Todd became one of those guys. The guy who looks like Travolta. Okay. Carl Fullerton. So no. Tom Savini's nope. not back. Yeah, Savini's out. I think by this point, he was doing one of the dead movies, maybe. Those probably took a while, so yeah. Or did he do Creep Show? This is he the was first in time Creep Show. He had a cameo in it. Frank Mancuso does it. Uh, he'll produce most of them, I think. Um, Savini 
might have been working with Romero on something else at this time, too, because Romero did. We only remember the dead movies, but Romero did a bunch of movies in oh, the late show, 70s. Yeah. And creep show, creep show. Yeah. Produced and directed by Steve Miner. So an yep, auteur project. All right. What's the Here we go back to the old town. Say? It's the same town in this one too, right? Yeah. Yep. We're just across the lake or I, down further down the lake. I wish they kept this town. I dig this town. I like the fucking Yeah, the town is good. Yeah. Oh, but here we go. Crazy Ralph is back. Oh, boy. Look at. (laughs) Mm -hmm. They've learned their target audience. Yeah. I feel like I've seen this guy and stuff, but it could have just been TV guest appearances. Yeah, he might have. I might have done another one of these kind of movies, maybe. A lot of these people were like um, Paramount Day players. Because <laughs> she ended up in an episode of Happy Days, if I remember correctly. Mm. Well, he's got a very late 70s. He looks like he could be a kid in uh, Jaws 2. Yeah, he looks like one of the Jaws 2 kids. He looks like one of the Jaws <laughs> 2 kids, but he also looks like he could be playing 1988 because of the hat. <laughs> when the hat came back, ironically, the next time. Well, he would need the blazer with the patches yeah. on arms. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's summer. He's hot. <laughs> it's in the car. And they're towing their car for some reason. Oh, well, this will be... Uh... <laughs> Damn it. So we're 16 in. This is a very this is not this does not feel like Friday the 13th. It feels like a fun summer movie, right? Like, oh this guy. Yeah. This it's this, the setup. Yeah. yeah. This guy's been in other stuff. He looks... He's been... Yeah, he's definitely been in... Wow, those are some Jack Trippers. He was in Christine. Those are some exceptional Jack Trippers there. Oh, yeah. But he's shaped like the man with the yellow hat from the Curious George books. That's not... (laughs) That's not the dude from... Thor. That's not... Bill Bixby... He no. looks like yeah, he looks like that dude though. That yeah. That guy was uh hunk. Hunk. hunk dude. Yes. Yeah. All right, but here back we are in uh pastoral New Jersey. The fields of grain and such. It's just hard to believe all that is out there. I know. It really this is this is like the only franchise that regularly showed it and not forever, right? Like well, they well, yeah, because these first couple movies actually filmed out there, yeah, and then the rest were totally somewhere else. Did they ever actually end up in Canada? 
not in the movies, but like, <laughs> you know. I'm going to go into the woods because it's scary. Being stalked by the camera here. Gosh, I've never seen somebody work a shirt as much as she is. <laughs> What's the problem? It is the kids from Jaws 2. Yeah. Come on, Mike. You gonna work today or what? Uh, so they've renamed it in this one? Well, this is across the lake. This is another... Oh, that dude. That <laughs> dude was in a bunch of shit. Wasn't that dude in another one of these? Like This guy walked out on this movie. Really? Yeah, he's the, the, the guy, the final guy, but I guess we'll get into it later, but like he disappears from the end of the movie. Oh, okay. What's He's an unintentional his... Lance guest in, in Halloween 2. Um, the guy's on his graphing Hello. calculator. Uh-huh. See, there we go. Russell Todd. Night at uh, the chopping mall. (laughs) Hey, wait a minute. Do my eyes deceive me? There's a brother amongst them. That guy looks like a mix of John Travolta and Robbie Benson. Oh, this is the one with wheelchair guy. Oh, there we go, old Ralph. Better cars than in the first one. Mm-hmm. Gee, Ralph. You're being kind of a creep again, dude. Yep, there is a black dude amongst them. Damn. And an Asian girl. Wait a minute. This is uh, the inclusive... uh... United Colors of Benetton counselors. And here is our final girl. 
Amy Steele, who got a lot of traction from this, like she only did maybe one more of these. Did she do um, TV? She did a lot of TV. Yeah, she was on uh, Matthew Starr with Peter Barton, who shows up in Friday Four, and also starred Lucas Jr. Really? Yes. It was. It wasn't a bad show till they changed it in the middle of the season. First, he was like a high school student, and then they like became agents for the government or some shit. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't horrible, but it wasn't great. And then she also ended up in uh, April, the infamous April Fool's Day of 1986, which kind of messed up its director because it was unintentionally presented as a slasher film, but it was really intended to be something else. Okay. Until this day, it's considered a slasher film, (laughs) but somehow the director got screwed. Oh, and I think she took Alex P. Keaton's virginity and family ties. Tying us in, of course, to Teen Wolf. There you go. There you go. Yep. Paramount. How the hell was she allowed to have the dog there? I, yeah, that that's confusing. There are numerous confusing things. Good thing he knows about cars. The boom! Oh, waka waka! Comedy. That's, that's comedy. That's the first <laughs> joke in one. Like the first one didn't have anything like that. Oh, that's Steve Christie telling him how to, you know, cut wood or something. Okay, now this is the sequence that opens probably about two or three more of these movies. Yeah, I think I remember that. We'll notice that the the black guy and the Asian girl do not have names as of yet. No, no. This has a very amended kill list because of a, I guess, a, just because the plot <laughs> just saves every, most of these people. We'll find out in a little while why we don't have a, a, a bigger slaughter list. Well, yes, like many, like many of these, because another one of these does it too. The one that finally has kids in it, they promise, much like Halloween movies always do, that there's going to be some endless slaughter, and yeah. then somehow we have to get it down to a more manageable cast size. 
This uh the camp the scary campfire talk, uh of course. When when did the fog come out? 80? John Carpenter fog, just done that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like I think it's been on he was doing a standard riff, so I think it was fairly traditional. It's kind of weird the burning never had a sequel. All of these had sequels, and then the burning never. Oh well, there you go. That's what Sabini did. He did the burning. He did the burning. Okay. Somebody did the burning. I'm pretty sure that was him. Hey! Oh god, this is a little weird. Yeah. Okay. It's goof guy. Jumped out to scare him. Say no more. That's Jason crap. Are they supposed to be dating or is he just touching her that much? They're something. Okay. They do know each other. Okay. (laughs) Like, how does Jason not end up with that mask? I never understood. Does he go through masks in the next one, or does he just start with the? Oh, he acquires the like he goes. I think bareface till he gets the the hockey mask. Okay. Wheelchair guy looks like a Robert Hayes. Wow, that collar! (laughs) Wow, that headband. Um. can't remember but i think there's gonna eventually be a texas chainsaw homage with the wheelchair guy yeah pretty good stunt i don't know how they did it i'm not sure if that was actually a dude in the chair or a dummy but Sweet. Yeah, nerd guy's playing a video game in uh, <laughs> 1981. He's already got his iPhone. <laughs> um, a lot blander hmm. lighting than the. Uh, opening sequence in the apartment. Mm-hmm. We're back to the fluorescent overheads. And also we can see more outside in this one. Yeah, it's not shabby dark. <laughs> this is the good camp. Camp, camp Crystal Lake's the meatballs camp. <laughs> right. Oh, look at the old Coke machine back there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Shuffleboard table. Like,
We don't get any. I better take both my layers off at once. All right, we don't get any Amy Steele TNA because she's she's the final girl. And I think she might have been the one that refused. So we get we get compensated <laughs> for it. Jason, is that right. you? <laughs> Jason, stop playing. Ah, it's Paul. Uh. It's her <laughs> boss. <laughs> so we're also, yeah, we're kind of elaborating a little bit on the, the Amy Steve thing from the first movie. It kind of was vague. Mm. Amy, uh, was it Amy? No, Alice. Alice and Steve. God, I'm shitty with the names of these kids. Man. <laughs> well, I feel like the camp counselor, the head camp guy, is always someone who's in a like a 35 year old dude who's dating one of the co-eds. Yeah, I looked up a little bit on a trivia of the first movie, and that kind of was intended to be the backstory of Alice and Steve that he was just some dirty old man taking advantage of this girl (laughs) who worked for him. Well, so much for uh, crazy. What's his face? Crazy Ralph. Is he our first? Second. Other than Alice. Yeah. We're, uh, Selling all family business here. That was a much longer shot than the Alice one, too. So maybe, maybe an ice pick to the brain was. Alice was Mo Green. <laughs> <laughs> also Paramount. Why didn't they ever uh, do a Godfather uh, Friday Thirteenth? There you go. They somehow trap Jason and make him their new Luca Brasi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the 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 camps owned by the Corleone family. <laughs> Jason is sent out to take out the kids of the the rival Dons. And yep. <laughs> Toy Soldiers wasn't Paramount though. It was like TriStar. Yeah. You just need somebody desperate enough who's going to tie all the Paramount shit together. <laughs> Except Paramount, they don't have this anymore, right? This is it. Yeah, this is... No, no, wait. Because uh, the reboot was like a, a joint Paramount Platinum Dunes or whatever. Was it Paramount and Platinum Dunes or was it New Line and Platinum Dunes? It it had a Paramount logo at the beginning. Okay. So maybe they've got it back. Victor Miller says nobody's got it. Yeah, there's been shit about it the last few years because 
that's what would crash the game. Are we gonna? <laughs> Michael, of course, would have eaten the dog. We'll find out. <laughs> he was hungry. But I mean, Jason's pretty supernatural by the si- the next one, right? Like, there's no question about the supernatural status of him. No, he's still a... Or is he still... He's still... He's crazy guy killer till... Six. Six is where he becomes the undead. Up until then, you could almost definitively kill Jason in these first few. Three is kind of where he does become a little more unstoppable. And four is where he's pretty much a monster. Let me put my chainsaw in the closet. (laughs) The gas-powered chainsaw. (laughs) Hey, that brother looks too anxious to be jumping in that water. (laughs) (laughs) The mother of all gore hounds here. Jeez. Has there ever been a girl so desperate to go see something just grisly? I mean, it's kind of a type in a few of these. Well, usually most of them just want to get laid. This chick wants to go see some, like... Well, yeah, bodies it, or some shit. Because it's the second one, right? Like, there's still... They haven't gotten so confused with their mythology yet, which will undoubtedly happen. <laughs> Just, like, t- tanning on this shitty beach. Like, it's so yeah. clearly a shitty beach. <laughs> Broke glass bottles off the side. (laughs) Well, did they make a decision to start killing more of these kids off? Because, like, this is a huge cast. Yeah. I think it was, you know, at this point, how can we one-up the kills? Because 81... Just alone, eighty between eighty one and eighty two, or eighty one to eighty three. This is when there was one of these coming out every other week or every month. This bloody Valentine and just everything. It, it was a whole string of these fucking movies came out in eighty one. Including Halloween, too. Halloween, too, yeah. But we were, you know, back in the day told that 
at that point, Halloween 2 was going to be it. That was going to be the death of Michael Myers. Remember that? Oh, Remember damn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no shit. It looks like a dog. <laughs> like. Ralph? Oh, it's the new sheriff. get in the uh, Richard Bruni or whatever in um, the reboot to play the sheriff. That's like the first and only time they ever get anybody who you recognize other than from playing like Archie Bunker's drinking buddy or something. The hell kind of place you running here, boy? See, you know who would have been great as that in a reboot of that sheriff? Christopher uh, McDonald. You'd have to have him in it more if it were him. Oh, hell yeah. He'd have to be the annoying sheriff with a fucking whack-ass mustache. <laughs> oh, just terrible. Just the worst. <laughs> oh, what was that? Okay, so despite their budget, they did not get a lot for a state police car. His uniform doesn't even look like a uniform. Oh my god! Well, he's wearing jeans. No, that right. is he's not wearing a, fucking. That is just a fucking tan or a gray shirt with a. That's yeah, a gray shirt with a badge on it and some tags. And I think those are different jeans than the last shot. Or is that Jason? That's Jason. That's Jason. Got a nice uh, Harry Manfredini chase music here. And that's really good for continuity that they didn't switch up the music right yeah people shit mouth this music and i'm like you know what for what it is it's it's just what it needs yeah because otherwise what without it this is just a shitty chase scene right like i mean that was that that was a pretty nice shot there but like this shit is just like "Mm, you know i need my music Seems like a bad idea. Oh, a shack where Michael Myers washed up on the river. That's the Toxic Avengers house. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) How do you even explain that? The fact that it even has a door. 
right? Mike or Jason made a cabinet for himself there. Like he wanted to make sure it had closing doors on it. So maybe Jason is like, I don't know, Bizarro from Superman comics. Maybe he just thinks killing is a good thing. And right. He has no idea. I don't know, man. Maybe you should have looked out where you heard the first fucking noise. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> now, presumably, they're cooking for themselves, right? Uh-huh. Oh, here it is. Yep. Oh, black guy. Oh, she they've got to stay and die. Your brother got saved. <laughs> Presumably the Asian girl we haven't seen since the second shot. If it wasn't for those two blocked. getting in trouble, she's, blocked. she's right there. there. <laughs> oh, and that Little Tina Yathers looking one's probably going to go too, right? Yeah. Probably got paid. Didn't have to say a fucking thing. Oh, no. Yeah. Notice, yeah, we have not heard any dialogue dialogue from from the brother or any of the Asian girl or her one friend. Yeah, no, they totally did not want to pay. And they took off with the cars that actually work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know who actually would have been great in one of these is Mackenzie Phillips. But in 1973, Probably. like, she would have been hilarious if you'd had the kid from American Graffiti in one of these. <laughs> <laughs> Because, I mean, that's like kind of the thing that they've learned is you can have recurring, you can have like franchise players in these, but they've got to have a lot of personality. And you need somebody who can play it. Uh You know what else came out in 81? What else? The Fun House. Hell yeah. So, 81 was a loaded year yeah. for horror. Oh, we're starting to get shitty lighting. Where's that light coming from on her? <laughs> That's just her glow. Is it uh, Robbie Travolta? Benson Travolta coming over? 
One of these movies does have a Travolta in it, though. Joey shows up? No. Oh. Nephew of uh, John and Joey um, shows up in six. Okay. And here we go. Whoa, 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 whoa. Well. 46 minutes in, so. Welcome to 1981, folks. Wow. 1981. Now, why was her hair already wet? Because they made it. How many times do you think they made that girl do that? How? Why is her hair already wet? I would guess twenty-five times. Like, <laughs> she is just so in a wheelchair, guy. Yep. Because it's got to be tragic. Yeah. No. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I used to hate those damn things. Oh, fucking. Annoying ass noises they made and shit. I feel like the manual ones, like the ball bearing ones, were even be- were better than that because it was like, yeah, at least you're yeah. not pretending. Yeah, those weren't. You know, you didn't have to worry about one of the lights not working right. after a while or getting stuck. Yeah. <laughs> so then here we've got. Uh, a light source. Apparently, the full moon is the light source. Uh, but we also Jason's rage inexplicably have her next to the dock Whoa. thing and not using, not putting her clothes in the building. Oh, but it's oh, they, but oh they there he is. Station. Okay. He looks like the guy that lost the Hardy Boys to <laughs> <laughs> to Parker Stevenson. That always makes it to the flashback sequence. <laughs> Where's the light coming from? <laughs> like, I, I like the darks, but it's very, like, they're acting yeah, under a could, fucking... You can see way too clearly. Yeah, under a floodlight. 
Yeah, where the fuck is that coming from? Are they close to the E.T. woods? Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, and I mean, they do, they do like, make sure to show that it's powerful lights. They just don't have enough of them up. Uh-oh. Speaking of lights, what happened to the power? I do like this. Watch this. This is kind of cool what they do. Watch. She goes down. Boom. <laughs> I kind of like that. Yeah. I feel like if you'd stuck with it and turned that into a sequence where you're like tracking on her face while she's looking around and being scared, mm. you could do that. Yeah. Ooh. Yikes. That was a relatively quick uh mm-hmm. so she just doesn't have any shirts that are No. Okay. <laughs> She's the sex pot. They got rid of her too early. Oh, I wonder if this pocket knife will come in handy later in the movie. Well, if you look in the back, it's not that late. <laughs> it's like five thirty. Yeah. Scott. Oh no. Down she goes. Hey, all right. Tonight we got ZZ Top. They still had uh bar bands in the at the beginning of this this uh this was a phenomenon for i don't know i feel like it ended by the late definitely by the late 80s but i feel like it was on its way out by 86 yeah they gave way to dj's because then you could have waiting in line scenes Mm-hmm. instead of this but i mean there are around this era there are a bunch of movies that just have the lengthy hanging out at the local bar jaws 3 for example 48 hours 48 hours i think the second one of these or the third one i feel i think they have a long bar sequence in the third one too, relatively long in three or is it this one i'm thinking of this is it okay yeah, I can't remember another bar sequence. Hey, look, a kiss pinball machine in the back. Now, here we go. The mythology. Just wow. <laughs> okay, and she's going to be a psycho, a child psychologist. This is going to go well. Yep. 1981, everyone. 1981. So, I mean, at this point, it doesn't, we haven't actually had any other suspects. So, it's not one that we got suspects in. Yeah, there's no red herrings in this. 
No. We just accept that it's a grown-ass Jason <laughs> who we're told died in the first movie. In 1958. But, yeah, but, you know, now so he's become he a legend. would be 30-ish, right? 58? Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> like I feel like there's a reason they don't do the explain Jason away scene all the time. Like <laughs> right. <laughs> Badass, they got the kiss pinball machine, though. <laughs> All right. There, we've got some blue exterior light. So we can see the frame. Oh, here we go. Wow, yeah, we got inexplicable exterior lights. And way too much light inside. (laughs) Boy, I wish I could walk up those stairs. Right? Like... I'm just a nice grinning guy. He loves that chair. Yep. All right. What a square. Um, <laughs> ooh, it's a movie with a harmonica in it, also a subgenre. Him in that damn hat. So he wants to be known as the guy with the hat who gets killed. Apparently. Oh, is this another two strokes were done? <laughs> I don't know. We've got 30 minutes left, so. Okay, that's a little weird. Yeah, he's got super hearing. <laughs> he does vaguely look like a contender for Superboy. <laughs> and he would have been 42. <laughs> he looks kind of like Billy Crudup. Oh, come on. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay, so our exterior light is going to be from lightning, it looks like. 
Don't know why I find the fucking lights in these so fascinating. <laughs> it's because they clearly know how it works, right? Like you look at a shot like this and you're like, yeah, you know how the shit works. Like the lights were just out. So Jason kind of snuck in to kill the kid. In her very 1981 sweater. Yeah, that damn sweater. Yeesh. Probably shouldn't do that. If you'd behaved, you might have lived. Maybe. Probably not. At this point, he's just mindlessly killing, period. They just dare to be out there. Because this isn't even Crystal Lake. Or, you know. Yeah, no, he's... His property. So he's just... I mean, it wasn't even his property before. He just... No. <laughs> but he claimed Crystal Lake okay. as his sort of... Squatting you know, rights. All right. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's the sequel. The squatting right discussion yep. of... The estate of Jason Voorhees and... Uh, versus the Christie family or whatever. <laughs> Is the hat going to be important? Like, why are we taking so... Oh, because we can do lightning now. Ugh. That is interesting, though. I'm. That's where this probably started. You use the blue lightning to show shit, and then it just turned into you use the blue light all the fucking time. And lightning and thunder come at the same time. Here we've got a... These movies are very popular for that. Halloween moment when Annie was in the car, right? Mm. Or getting the laundry stuff, but Annie's sequence, basically. Okay. Our insert shots. Oh. <laughs> I feel like he's not long for the world. No, it's it's about to be curtains for this guy. Oh, he'll be walking again with the angels. Feel like um, this is what would have happened to Hart Botchner. If he hadn't, <laughs> if he hadn't had a couple hits, well, he was in Terror Train. Yeah, so it's like basically it was just staying out of these, mm-hmm. like, and then because whoa, yep, the um, now look at this. This is badass. Guessing that's a dummy. Yeah. Um, and I feel like Nightmare for a minute or two was a respectable gig, but these were never respectable gigs. Like, 
no, this was work. This was, I got to keep my ceiling fan on. Yeah, this was, this was people who thought they might make it, but it was nobody who was like, nobody who was trying to escape this, like. Because nobody had quite made it from these just yet to to want to do these. Right. And it was like, like, Jamie Lee Curtis got out of it. And then. Yeah. Um, she was always kind of protected anyway, so. Just for being Jamie Lee Curtis, right. like they would have found a place for her if they liked her <clears throat> enough. And she did, yeah. She actively stepped away. And then Kevin Bacon, yeah, I, Kevin Bacon. If, if not for Footloose, right, <laughs> or being in Taps, I think. Yeah, because he was was he the one who kicks it off at the end, or is it Tom Cruise? I can't remember. Yeah. It's a weird movie because there's so many people in it, but it's not very good. Like, <laughs> it's just not very good. Like, hey, old Harold's at the bar tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Look how many beers they had. I know, right? Uh, Bob from Bob's Country Bunker starts walking out. (laughs) You kids drank a lot of beer tonight. God damn it. (laughs) What is the name of this place? Is it just Lake Casino? Lake Casino. Okay. So it's the Crystal Lake Casino because they still haven't changed the name yet. Okay, so back they go and oh, Um, Harold knows where everything is. What is going on with that? Wait till they get to his garage. That's right. She's still alive. Yeah, with a whole new outfit. She got all hotted out for him. Be hilarious if she got shitty. It was like, I know you're not upstairs. Right. I know you didn't. But she goes upstairs anyways. Yeah. <laughs> there is I mean, no way he should be upstairs, but. He could have dragged himself upstairs to watch those two go at it. Like, right. <laughs> Okay, here we go. This is your Tales in the Isle or uh, Terror in the Isles clip. Okay, we have a monster, ladies and gentlemen. Oh. Oh, <laughs> very Halloween one. Mm-hmm. The town <laughs> Dreaded Sundown had come out. Sundown, by this, yep. Right? Yep. That might have actually came out before this. I don't know if. Why is she... this? Why didn't she run? Or... Yeah. 
Like, Ugh. and he somehow like cut through her arm into her, like yeah. That was a very quick kill, all things considered. But this movie here uh, basically set the standard, set the tone for the rest of the series. This is the one, aside from maybe part five, which is probably the most gratuitous of all these movies. Four was just, you know, play by numbers. Three just tried to tweak it with the 3D. Right. That'll be interesting to look at post the next 3D cycle. (laughs) (sighs) Well, that's concerning. So he's not subtle in this. He, He doesn't cover his tracks. I think if everybody came back at once, would that be his plan, Jason? Just to <laughs> slaughter the drunken camper camp counselors. <sighs> Where is everyone? I was looking directly into a spotlight. I couldn't see anyone. <laughs> But now we've got so weird. Oh, this, this is, yeah, this is creepy right here. Oh, shit. Oh. Oh, right. He's <laughs> going to disappear in a second, you said, right? Yeah. Yeah. Watch. It, it, it's. <sighs> What the hell? (laughs) What? Okay. She's making some bad decisions. So far. Oh, she's got a ways to go. Yeah. Yeah. Like, again, this sort of repeats the chase sequence of the previous film. But in the previous film, we did not get a shot of the Lee Jeans logo. Um, No. No. Because, I mean, these were kind of weird because they wouldn't have that much product placement because people would have been worried about that shit in the 80s. Well, what they said was a lot of these folks just wore their own clothes. They didn't have real wardrobe. Right. I feel like eventually they will, and we'll see it in the last two. 
Mm-hmm. Or maybe starting with four. I don't remember which one, but the eighth one is like. <laughs> it tries to be so polished. And... It's yeah, it's so weird. It's so fucking weird. Oh, Ralph. He got him in the house? Yeah, how did he do that? (laughs) Why did he do that? (laughs) Because Michael Myers hid bodies, so... Now, this car, which it just worked perfectly fine. It's not going to start, man, because don't you remember yeah. when it didn't start at the beginning? didn't start at the beginning, but, you know, even though it had just been running. Seriously, when did, I think Town of the Dreaded Sundown was 79. Yeah, it might have, yeah, they did the sack head before this, I think. I think that's part of the reason why they sought out something else in okay. the next movie. Not because look looks at him; he silly. looks just like yeah. the the overalls and the. Okay, so now we've got something close to natural light chasing. I think at one point they do a crossfade. <laughs> oh shit, she's got 14 more minutes of running to do. <laughs> Kick him in the nards. Jason's got nards. <laughs> yeah, this is before he became superhuman. He could still be hurt and damaged. Another car sequence? Okay. This is also like a... Yeah, he's a much more human villain in this. Like... He'll just machete through the car by six. Yeah, six, he's completely... uh, He's undead. He's a zombie in six. Okay. Did he just get her? And we don't see what happens? Well, that's interesting. (laughs) Did they ever try to do one of those, like, as a continuous shot? Yep, See, look at this. Fade. What the fuck? Watch <laughs> her, right. and it, it goes to him. <laughs> oh man, we were out there. We were she, I had to chase her for forty-five minutes, mom. <laughs> Jason checking in with his this mom. Broad head. had me running. Hey, it's uh okay. That's Judy actually Judy Myers' room. That's actually a good idea, though. That's 
how you tie it together in the Tony Collette reboot is that after she's dead, she still has a part as the decapitated head because Jason talks to her. Yeah, they see their spirit keeps reappearing. Yeah. Oh no, like just her head. The head, yeah. But like he carries it around and it talks, so it's like funny. <laughs> Yeah, because, I mean, they're really going in on that pickaxe in, uh, imagery, and that is... Yeah, that's completely... That is very far from the machete we're going to end up with. All right, now, here comes a slightly confusing thing here. Speaking of that, what's-his-face apparently just is dead in the living room. Right. Okay. Now... Who just peed? Are we to you right? Is it her or was it the rat? Rats don't pee that much. I know this. But her, like, wow. That is that's like a, a racehorse pissing. Yeah, that is a that rat does not have a bladder that big. <laughs> and then she doesn't look wet anyways, like after. I think it's supposed to be the rat. I just, I think they went overboard. <sighs> oh, she's completely dry. So, uh, see, yeah. look at that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> chainsaw in '81, predating Evil Dead. <laughs> Him and his Buster Browns. <laughs> Take him out with a chair. Gosh, gosh, my gosh. Uh-huh. You could make a fucking Jason, uh, what do you call him? What were those things called in the 80s? Cabbage Patch Kid? Oh, yeah. Like, you could have just put a fucking bag over one of them's head and given to a kid as a fucking Jason. <laughs> I called fucking... him Jason Lorenzo Voorhees. That would have been hilarious. Okay, and now we're back outside where the moon is very bright. Not not badly. Nice location shooting, but just not. All right, here we go. Is this where we find the sheriff? And the head? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. Look at that. <laughs> Jason came in like a track star. <laughs> the, uh... That's what, it, like, Steve Miner works at some of this shit, like... Oh, there's the sheriff. Okay. The sign of thorn is on her. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Upload some fight, fake that shit, and put it on YouTube. Be like, the sign of thorn was in Friday Thirteenth Part Two. Part two. <laughs> <laughs> it's all connected. They're brothers. 
Now, this is where everybody says she really like used oh, her wit. Damn. Ew. Gross. there we go some new betsy palmer footage there you go (laughs) but i mean you could do such a good job with this with cgi now come on they could have easily brought her back for some of the sequels or at least one of them yeah to keep that going just yeah i mean like susanna yorkett right like yeah It would have been more impressive if she'd uh, gotten her hair anywhere close to Betsy Palmer's. Oh, she she pulled it back. Uh, sure. Okay. <laughs> she tucked it in the sweater. Yeah, she tucked it in the sweater. The dead lady's sweater that he got off the corpse. Yeah. Which means that all they ever found of her was her decapitated body. Yep. Wait, that's wait a my, minute. That's my mom. Wait, wait. You're not my mom. You don't look like my mom. Oh, there he is. Why did Jason leave him alive? Oh, he assumed he was dead when he knocked him the hell out. Mm. Or he probably saved him for later. Shit. <laughs> This is like the uh, end of Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Oh, God. (sighs) Is that the one? Oh, yeah. They were in the shack. They were in the shack. The ending was endless is what it was. (laughs) That was like 30 minutes, 35 minutes. So you think we're going to have an ending like the first one? But nope, oh, it's just a shoulder shot, and <laughs> instead of just taking the pick and putting it to his head, we're gonna run out, and yeah, we're just gonna leave. Is that gonna go okay for us, or is there gonna be now? We'll, I guess, talk about it more in part three, but this is where part three assumes this movie ends. But according to part two, we've got more shit to go. Okay. Interesting. Oh, we've got our nice Harry Manfredini music. Always my favorite. Yeah, I do like this. It's like a 
Harry Medfredini fucking TV show or like drama series, right? It's like Harry Medfredini yeah. doing the music for the Hulk. It's awesome. Right. A very special Magnum PI or something. <laughs> like I wish I'd listened to you in the bar. Maybe you're not so crazy after all when you're drunk. Oops. Where's he hiding in that very well-lit cabin? There's the signature shot right there. Yeah. Get ready. (sighs) I'm awake now. I'm ready. He's going to come through the door. Oh, look at that. It's Muffin. So what did he... He killed a different dog that he looked like Muffin? He dog that looked exactly like that one. Wow. But wait. Oh, thank goodness. There's a, This is the dream sequence, only real. There we go. <laughs> that is some hair on him. Yeah. <laughs> Hillbilly Jason. Yeah, I mean, they really never leaned into Hillbilly Jason after this, right? No. I think at that point, they were like, we got to make them unique. Oh, and it was a nightmare again. See, no, Paul. So this is why the seek the end sequence makes no sense. Yeah. Paul walked off the movie and they still have never explained any of that shit. Oh, there we go. Do they actually get her to do this? I can't remember. Or is it going to be a composite? Hmm. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) Oh. Yep. But if she'd opened her eyes, it would have been fucking awesome. Like, (laughs) yep. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. So uh, let's look through the cast here. Uh, There's your Betsy Palmer. Betsy Palmer. 
Jerry Wallace is the prowler. Double. Yep. Animals owned and trained. New York. I don't know who whose name we're looking for in here. Kevin Fiji wasn't born yet. <laughs> I mean, one of the big problems with this one is is the they're kind of at, the the people are sort of uh, they've got a little bit more personality and it makes them more obnoxious. <laughs> Six feet uh-huh. under. Six feet under did the uh, oh, there we go again. again. Get the hair. New Preston, Connecticut filled in and the Smoky Boys band. Smoky Boys band. And 81. Uh, we're we're through. Under 90 minutes. Will this this will this will not be a franchise that goes past 90 minutes again, I don't think. Not until New Line. No. Very tight, very quick. If uh, the old Paramount logo. Mm-hmm. If I had, we miss you. I just, it's just such a nice logo. Ah, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. well, I like it. Even when they, you know, did the seventy fifth. Well, yeah, but also the old the seventies one just had a nice color palette. Yeah, like that fade to blue. Yeah, but um. Oh no, what was I saying? It was no doubt incredibly important. I think I forgot. Um <laughs> let me think. Hold on. No, no, I think it's gone. Um yeah, I don't know. This one's there's just the people aren't sympathetic. Like they no, this they is try too clear, hard. Yeah, clear cannon fodder in this one yeah. too. So Dead Teenagers is uh Right. Put it. And the first one had less character for people, but like by not forcing it, like, because I mean, they get really unlikable at a certain point in this, right? Like, well, it's after, I want to say five is when they become obnoxious. Right. But four is where, three and four are where they try to give them a little, a little more. Like, yeah, definitely get, is for the Corey Yeah, Feldman. four is, yeah. Uh, Feldman. Four is the closest to legit they ever took it in some ways. <laughs> like, yeah, because that was going to be the last, and it wasn't. <laughs> they well, just kept going. Uh, and we will be keeping going with our 3D glasses on next week with the Friday the 13th 3D, um, also directed by Steve Miner. Sadly, not also from 1981. They never did a two in one year. I wish they would have. That would have been awesome. <laughs> like just some disaster. Like if Paramount had been more in charge, maybe when they were a bigger hit. I can't think of it. I mean, The Matrix was the first franchise to try two in one year, right? Huh. Yeah. Maybe some of the. I feel like a couple of the Mummy movies from the forties <laughs> in the same year. But anyway, so cool. We got that one done on on to uh 3d and i believe we're gonna see the blue lightning light a lot so i'll have a lot to say about that folks as i <laughs> piece together my misconception of what movies look like as a kid Ugh. yeah it 
part two just kind of like I said, it it um it set the tone for what the rest of the movies were gonna be like very much. Um from this point on, they're all just kind of paint by numbers once the first victim gets perished. It's just, uh, it, you know, how they build up to the finale at this point. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, there there are, uh, I like this one, but I think I've grown to appreciate the first one too. But part two was the one I've probably seen more often. That's the one that always gets played when they do the right. you know, marathons. Yeah. And it, it would have been, because I mean, unlike Halloween, when we talked about this the tv airplay of halloween but unlike halloween you had a lot of friday the 13th that could be airing on tv by like 84 you had four that were airing Mm -hmm. on tv right like usually they played late at night but they also played on cable so yeah they had a lot of they saturated very quickly and this one you know got probably got sold into syndication with a different package than the first one and it just got out there more so because i i recall what was it 32 played it a lot along with like one of the halloweens yeah like by 84 85 these were just routinely run on tv the early slashers you know yeah it wasn't uh it wasn't abnormal to see these played around a certain time of the year or whenever they wanted to play something scary. So that's, that's about it yeah. <laughs> for Halloween too. I didn't notice, but I think this one would be harder to cut the violence out of than in the first one. Not oh, a yeah. lot harder, but a little bit harder. So yeah, they tried to outdo it the first one. Yeah. But all right, cool. Um, <laughs> I got nothing yeah. else either. So we're, we're going to wait. We're going to, Step out of the uh, campgrounds here till next week and um, bring your 3D glasses or not. It won't matter. It won't matter because we're just going to be here running our mouth over Friday 13th, part three. <laughs> part three. <laughs>